Their protection costs a whole lot less. You're in good hands with Allstate. Click, call, or visit Allstate.com to save today. Allstate and affiliates offer products and services subject to availability, terms, and conditions. When a child is diagnosed with cancer, the last thing parents should have to worry about is how to pay for it. This is a St. Jude moment. Calvin got diagnosed June 10th of 2018. He has Rhabdomyer sarcoma, a soft tissue cancer. One oncologist told us if it was my son, we'd go to St. Jude. And within 24 hours, we were on a plane headed here. It's hard to fathom what St. Jude has done for us. They've really given our family hope for the donors out there. It's just amazing. I never thought we would be in this place. And it's people like you that help us and help St. Jude provide for a family like ours. St. Jude is like the gold at the end of a rainbow. And we are so grateful and thankful for everything. Finding cures, saving children. Learn more at stjude.org. New Orleans Pelicans basketball is on the air. Cross-court pass into Keel, extra pass to Vontae, left wing three. He got it at the buzzer! Ingram in the center circle, driving, he's got a seam. He's going to punch it over Anthony Edwards! Hi, this is Todd Graffinini. Join John DeShazer and me as the Pelicans take on the Los Angeles Clippers. Thursday at 7 p.m. on ESPN 100.3 New Orleans. You're listening to ESPN 100.3 FM, KLRZ, La Rose, New Orleans, and the River Region. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Hello, sports fans. Whoa, hello there. Local sports, national sports. The GCAT has got you covered. Oh, you made a wise choice, my friend. Time to tee it up and let it fly. It's the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Check it out, George. It is our number three last night. Did you watch the national championship game? Jordan, you went go dogs. Did you enjoy watching the Georgia Bulldogs become the national champion? I saw a lot of people on Twitter yesterday kind of saying that this play reminded them back of the Super Bowl back in the day and that the pick six to seal the game and elicit the the waterworks from people's eyes out of the gun young takes an inside handoff to robinson throws to the near side intercepted at the 21 yard line and keely ringo bringing it back across midfield across the 30 inside the 20 ringo scores the georgia bulldogs Lead by two scores with 54 seconds to go. Fittingly, it'll be the defense that puts it away. That literally, fittingly, uh, it was the last play of the game. Projectedly, Alabama comes to the line for this fourth down and 11. It'll be the last play, barring a penalty, and it ends in a sack. Young dropped back at the 41. That is a fitting ending. Nolan Smith, the sack. Georgia has won the national championship. With their school record, 14th win of the season. First time they've ever won 14 in a game, and they win the national title for the second time. I mean, they were known for their defense this year, Jordan. They get the win, and they do it there. What would you think? 
Was it anticlimactic? Like, oh, you know what? You're never satisfied, are you? Okay, first, Kirby. I got to know, what does that trophy taste like? Well, I didn't get a full taste, but I can tell you this. There's going to be some property torn up in Indianapolis tonight, baby. Oh, my rule. My rule. Meanwhile, <laughs> the other side of uh, things, like Saban. Well, I'm extremely proud of this group, um, our team, uh, for what they were able to accomplish, you know, this year. Well, I'm extremely Sorry. proud Sorry, of this group, um, our team, uh, for what they were able to accomplish, you know, this year, uh, the adversity that they overcame. Uh, they're really a, a great bunch of winners. Um, they won going away this year. They came from behind and won. They won close games to have the opportunity to play in this game. And I just feel really poorly that we didn't finish the game better than we did uh, in the fourth quarter because we played a heck of a game against a heck of a team, um, you know, for the first three quarters of the game. Um, you know, congratulate Georgia for the job that they, they did. Um, but nobody can take the SEC championship away from this team, uh, the Cotton Bowl championship. And I'm extremely proud of uh, everything that this team had to overcome to get to this position to have uh, an opportunity to win the national championship. We just didn't finish the way we needed to finish. You mentioned that over and over and over and over and over again, not finishing in the fourth quarter. Thought that that game should have been and could have been theirs. He also did mention, I think rightfully right, I mean, I, the injuries to key players, I mean, it, it does change who you are, right? Um, and he kept saying, but we did win that SEC championship game. It's remarkable. I talked about it earlier in the show, listening to Mike Greenberg in the morning. He had David Pollock on, and literally the first segment, he brought up the fact that the uh, out of the last 10 national championships, national title winners, three have been by the team that did not win the SEC, lost in the SEC championship game. Bama's done it twice, and Georgia did it yesterday. And, um, and everyone says it's all about Bama and the SEC, the last three national champions. It is SEC, but it's been... LSU, Alabama, Georgia. We talked about it at the beginning of the show, Jordan. I asked you one, two, three things that gets popped in your head watching that game. And for me, it was how these two teams not back at it again next year. And really, when you look at it, it should have been those two teams. Like that, that game looked like an NFL game. The speed, the size of the players on those two teams might be better than some NFL teams. The Georgia defensive front seven, oh, Pollock today. I'm just saying, Pollock today, a Georgia guy. He's on college game day. He said it. That he said at the at minimum, third round pick. But all front seven will be picked in the first, second, or third round. And if you want to, you just mentioned earlier when we were talking about Teron Armstead. What round was he picked in? The third. Third. Pick so you're, you're getting a pretty good player there, right? Hey, Paulson to the evil. Some of these other guys. It's remarkable that the speed on that defense and on those two teams last night was insane, absolutely insane. So that's kind of what stood out to me watching the game. What stood out to game to you? Um, how far apart both of these teams are, or how far away LSU is from competing again? I think what's interesting as well is again, there's hope and belief that Brian Kelly can recruit and get this team back at that level. Currently, Texas A&M has the number one recruiting class in the country. Still have to have that Wednesday in February, right? The last signing day to add to it or not. I really like Billy Napier. 
I, I've told you that. I think Florida will be more competitive than you think sooner rather than later. Now, now I don't think it's going to be now, this year. Look, and the East now has a Bama, right? In, in the past, it's two, three teams might be competing for the East for the right to lose to Bama. Um, now, if you're in the East, you, you know you have to beat Georgia. It ain't going anywhere. Mm. You don't think so? Like I said, last, you don't think Georgia like I, is the equivalent of Alabama now in the well, East. Like I said, it's it's only been one year. You got you got to. I know. Kirby's been building up to this okay. moment, but let's see if he can so, keep it going. All right, LSU couldn't. To the point, though, I think Florida competes. Look, Kentucky's done a decent job in the past, but point is, say Florida, Georgia, I mean, A&M, possibly, maybe. Be interesting. You know who's going to be competing for a starting quarterback spot over there, huh? Max Johnson. But, look, what, don't roll your eyes at me. That kid's better than you guys make him out to be. You know what? Reminds me of a Stetson Bennett situation. Yeah. It's good to see that LSU fans are not the only fans. There were people calling for, where are you going? They wanted to bench him during the game. Seriously. Reporters were little blue check marks. Offensive coordinators all the way around. When is Kirby going to make the switch? Is it time to bench Stetson Bennett? Unreal. He's better whatever LSU had last year. Unreal. Give me a break. Kind of reminds me of you. How does your resilience and your fight keep you in this moment ready to win right now? I mean, I just knew there was going to be no way we were going to let a turnover like that stop us from from winning the national championship. There's no way. I wasn't going to let that happen. Um, I was not. I wasn't going to be the reason we lost tonight. Dude, you got to give the kid credit. I mean, he's a Georgia native. He loves the kids. He's a walk-on, all the stuff, all the story. And literally during the game, everybody that's a Georgia Bulldog who just went out and spent at least $300 in championship gear wanted that kid benched. And they don't win it if that same kid they want benched done throw two beautiful dimes for touchdowns. You know that, right? You know that. All right, so I'm, Same I'm, guy. So I'm guessing you're going to want him to be drafted now here in the near future. Okay, I didn't say that. Right, I'm know. just saying. That's what I heard. Fan bases today. My goodness. I mean, did you, I'm serious. Like people, like this guy is terrible. I mean, bums, nice. I I took a break from Twitter last night. I just wanted to watch the game. <laughs> I think I need to do that too. Yes. By the way. I I wish we both could do like a Twitter cleanse, but a Twitter hard. cleanse that's kind of hard too. That's a lot. I don't, I don't know. Herb Street. On his thoughts on uh, the Bulldogs. He's done a great job recruiting, great job developing and, and, and building a culture. These guys, in the world that we live in, with name, image, and likeness, and transfer portal, this team, laser focus on one thing, avenging that loss in Atlanta and winning a championship and getting on that podium. That's it. And that, that's what you really have to appreciate. And a lot of that comes from the leadership from your seniors and your juniors or guys that have been around and they were fortunate to have a lot of those kind of players but there is a culture here that's unique alabama has a very similar culture and there's it's not by accident these two teams ended up playing tonight for the championship yep it was all right talked about culture what do you think lsu I, i'm sorry i keep referring back to that but yeah. I feel a lot no, of people. It, it, feel a lot of people here are wondering what is the culture going to be like. I'm, I'm just, I don't know. You had a guy in Ed Ogeron who was basically the definition of culture here 
for Baton Rouge, and you really couldn't get. You it think done. it was a definition of culture? Well, well, not not in what he did towards the end. I'm talking about just like everything. What that, Louisiana culture? Yes, is Louisiana his, culture. Like his personality. Is. I okay, that's two completely different yes. things because the culture that he has developed in no, the that was, football that field was ho- that was horrible. It's laughable. Yes, um, but you thought that would translate. Well, and to, to look, and, and you've heard me say this two, three seasons ago. I said the same thing too, right? Like the year after the national championship, you had opt out of Palooza. I mean, during the season, and and I was like, that locker room was a little little high on itself, and it just really was. You had guys, well, we're, we're tigers. I can do an L with my finger and my thumb. Ain't played anybody. Ain't played it down. You had a lot of guys that didn't have a lot of snaps, but played that way. They got smoked early. Their defense, too. remember, in 2020, it was, it was bad. It's real bad. <laughs> I don't and, and, and then you had opt-out players here, opt-out players there. I mean, got so if, bad, if, if you're Jamar Chase watch. and you do it before the season starts, all right. But you literally had, like, by the week. Oh, we lost again. I'm out. I, that 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 speaks to your locker room, and I look. Me and Marlon have talked about this. I understand. Hey, you got to do what's best for you. I understand. At the same time, you committed. Are you a team or not? Yeah. Like who's in there? And that's why I play that bite. You heard Herb Street say it. In this day and age, it's very easy to think of you. And I'm not saying that you shouldn't, because I I you can call me and argue. Well, for years, no one's thought about. I'm not. This isn't the conversation. What I'm saying though is, that's what it takes to be a champion, though. Everybody's got to be in. The reason you saw LSU win at Alabama in, in, in 2019 was because for three to four years, several of those players that played that game got their tails handed to them. Adversity. And the year, Share if you together. remember the year before that, when yeah. Joe, Bur- Joe Burrow's first year, yeah. they got their, you know yeah. what? No, handed to them. No, I don't I, think what they didn't even like crawl. Dude, and again, I mean, it was a but, bloodbath. But, but that's my point. That you have to have that common bond, that, 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 hey, we're all in this together thing. Does that make sense? Um, and I do find interesting to your point, because it's a good point that you brought up. I don't think it's coincidence that Brad Davis, and we can probably discuss that as to why he's the only leftover of the staff. Like the only. Falk, Raymond, like right. big names, former Tigers, Big recruiters, deuces. I think, I don't think it's coincidence that Brian Kelly has come in and said, you know what, we're just going to wipe the slate here. We're going to start anew. My people I trust, the environment that I want to create, and you're on board or you're not. And I've heard several stories of guys that actually went to the transfer portal will suggested they go to the transfer portal by Brian Kelly. This is how it's going to work. No, I suggest a transfer portal for you. And quite honestly, that's what you need. You know, well, it hasn't been a very good environment. I'm just being honest. No, it just I, honestly hasn't. I know we bring it up a lot, you know? but after 2019, you thought it was everything was going to change. Like, yeah. well, like you're saying with Georgia, you're thinking that this could be four a to five. Thing, yeah. you think, but but a lot of it, Jordan, why didn't happen? And it's why people never bring that up when it comes to BAM and all that. Yes, they get the players. Why do players want to go there, though? Well, they win. Well, why do they win? It'll, you can keep asking it, and at some point, the arrow and the flow chart, it's, it's going to get to leadership. Yeah. How it's run. 
period. And you have a guy like you've had the last two, especially the last one. Bless his heart. He's a fun character. He's a nice guy. It's, but look at what you're competing yeah. against. You could, Those on paper, types of people. On paper, you could say that you had the number one recruiting class. I guess the two best way to class. explain it for me is you're competing against Peyton's. You're competing against people and coaches that overthink things. Right? I mean, they have 15 plans to the one plan that they are attacking on this weekend. Contingency upon contingency. Understand. Have values and cores. and won't, I mean, I just... That's just what it is. I mean, that's what it is. You know? The things that you love about Sean Payton. That's what you need if you want to compete at the level you saw last night. Period. If not, good luck. You'll have fun. It's time to give away some Pels tickets. You want to give away some Pels tickets? Let's do it. All right, let's do it. When we come back, we'll hear from head coach Sean Payton, who spoke yesterday. We'll go over some of that sound here as well. Uh, in the meantime, 800-998-1003 for tickets. They are all together. Holy George would make you sit in different sections and different levels of the arena by yourself. I'm more generous. I got four tickets all together. They're really nice tickets. If you want to go tonight, T-Wolves and Pelicans. The game's at 7 o'clock. So, A, can you go? B, if you said yes to the first one and you want to go, now's the time to call. 800-998-1003. I love an option. You like that? <laughs> yeah. Sports Hangover continues next on PS3 It's the start of something new sales event at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat in Homa. Not only can you get a great deal on a Ram, but you can see their impressive lineup of new commercial trucks and vans. Southland Dodge has the perfect vehicle for your business with the Rams. Long-lasting new pickups are their efficient new Ram work vans. Choosing the right one should be easy. Get more for your business with a new Ram truck or van at Southland Dodge Chrysler Jeep Ram Fiat, 6161 West Park Avenue in Homa. Here for you yesterday, today, and tomorrow. Time is money. Don't waste both running around looking for filters, batteries, and belt sand-related items. Fleet Supply Warehouse delivers. Fleet Supply offers daily scheduled delivery, including Bayou Lafourche, New Orleans, Morgan City, New Iberia, Lafayette, Thibodeau, Baton Rouge, the North Shore, plus the River Parishes, too. Automotive, lawn equipment, agricultural, marine, or industrial. Fleet Supply Warehouse. 985-868-0430. Venture Boulevard, Homa. El Paso Mexican Grill and Steakhouse Highway 1 in Raceland features fantastic, authentic Mexican food and steaks. They have great lunch specials Monday to Fridays, plus enjoy happy hour from 3 to 7 p.m. with two-for-one margaritas. And on Fridays, it's two-for-one margaritas from open to close, plus live music on Friday evenings. El Paso Mexican Food and Steakhouse on Highway 1 Raceland. Within days of Hurricane Ida making landfall, Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacies were up and running, providing vital medication to our patients and visitors. Lady of the Sea Community Pharmacy staff are trained in finding you the lowest cost available on your medications. Stop by with your prescriptions or medicine bottles and let us review your options with you. Located in Rouse's Supermarket on Highway 3235 in La Rose or at the Lady of the Sea Medical Clinic in Cutoff, we treat you like family at Lady of the Sea. He's back. He's like the same that wouldn't shut up. He's got his own catchphrase. He's the best invention since they started frosting Pop-Tarts. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Hell's tickets, go. We'll play, guys. Already? That's it. Only three minutes. Everybody wants them. Yeah, I'm just going to call in. After the, oh, no, no, you cannot call in. 
Already? You call in as Dean Jordan, don't you? I think I'd think I'd be a little bit more creative than that. You would? You would be more creative? Maybe like instead of it being like actually said Klebert, maybe like Clybert. Clybert or Clybert? Clybert, man. It's spelled Clybert, isn't it? Yeah, but the like the T sets bear. It's bear at the end instead of uh, like, it's Clybert. I mean it's spelled Bert. Clybert. It is. Uh head coach Sean Payton yesterday. So one of the things he was asked about is, and Amy just kind of touched on it as well, and now we're number one, how many coaches are going to be looked at and interviewed? Then Jordan's going to tell you an executive that is agreeing to interview next. I, yeah, look, I think that comes with success, and and I think it's a positive thing, and hopefully uh, that happens again for, you know, guys get – get opportunities, but I think that's part of the deal. And uh, we certainly change every year. So looking at the coaching staff, Jordan, I, I think Ryan Nielsen, you know, LSU wanted him as defensive coordinator. Now they made him associate head coach, gave him a little raise. <laughs> Just a little. That D-line, though. I mean, you literally have like first round picks upon first round picks in there. It's important. You got to keep them that. But with somebody come a calling for that perspective, I think a lot of people are wondering about Dennis Allen. Yes. But again, it's the openings that it's available here, right? You look at the jobs that are free. Jacksonville is open. Trevor Lawrence, though, is your darling. He's your piece, right? Um, would the organization want a guy who's a defensive coordinator? I'm not saying Dennis Allen can't run a good offense or can't. I'm just telling you how most executives and most teams look at it and go, well, if my key player is quarterback and I need offense, I need to score, and I need to go in that direction. I do think he'd be an interesting fit and you know a nice fit. Minnesota, Denver makes sense to me, right? Minnesota, Denver makes sense to me. Denver yesterday, uh, it looks like they want to interview several defensive coordinators, including Dan Quinn of the Cowboys. So... That is why and Miami. Okay, it recently. Well, there you out go. So Dennis Allen is. So that's kind of get an idea where Denver's kind of thinking. Chicago. I know some people have linked to it. The thing is, though, Justin Fields is your guy, right? That's what you're going to go with. Now the Bears could be in a play with Dennis Allen if what Jordan happens. Who did they ask to interview? What, Jeff Ireland? Yeah. Yeah. For their GM The position. Bears request, yeah, an interview with Saints assistant general manager Jeff Ireland. He's been a very big influence since he got here with New Orleans, and he's been very good since he came to New Orleans. I would assume he probably knows how good Dennis Allen is. Jordan, if he accepted the Bears job, you wonder... If then Dennis Allen would be in play to be Sorry. the head coach there. Now you're giving a lot because again, that's you're a giving... team that that's a team that when they have been in a playoffs last cup, they were very defensive led. You know things of that nature. You could always go get an offensive coordinator to go work with Justin Fields and something of that nature. I think if Jeff Ireland takes the the Bears job, Dennis Allen could be in play. The reason I'm even bringing this up is because I think 
of all the openings, I don't see where else he would be a good fit in. Do you? Like, I know there's fear, and I had fear earlier in the season. Cam Jordan even mentioned, he said, I'm not going to tell you all the good things he does. I don't want him to leave. I'm just trying to think of who's interviewing him. Well, remember also yesterday the owner of the Bears, or uh, Greg McCaskey. Yes. The whole, I'm a fan of football, uh, and then following up with the final decision. (laughs) Is it's mine. Ul- is ultimate, ultimately it is mine. mine. Yes. That's that definitely raises some questions. So I don't know if – I think Den- Dennis Allen could be safe if that's from, what I'm from getting, Chicago. That's what I'm getting at. At like, least I, Chicago. That's what I'm getting at. And I also think if he does take a job elsewhere, I think Chris Richard, you know, the secondary coach, Legion of Boom guy, did a really good – I mean, that secondary played well. Paulson Debo, rookies, you know. Well, like we were saying, we I'm couldn't saying, think of anybody besides a, a rookie that yeah. we selected in the first round. Yeah, we've asked, who is your offensive and defensive MVP this year for the Saints? Who, who's the outstanding player, your, your most valuable player? And then reverse, who's your disappointment? Offensively, I think we almost named it, the Adam Troutman Disappointment Award on offense. No, without, a, without a doubt. Um, Although you did, you brought up Cesar Ruiz. I, I thought he just had a tough, and year. I agree different with circumstances, you. right? Just given different opinions, but I think that it's overall is definitely Adam Trotman. Um, and on the defensive side, we really honestly couldn't think of a defensive player that I thought you know had a down season. The only one that we could really think of was one that really didn't get a lot of play time. That was, and that's Peyton Turner. Peyton Buckshot like, Turner. The, the disappointment was that he was so injury riddled that we didn't get to see the first round pick. But there's some hopes there, right? High hopes. Now, offensive player and defensive player in terms of the valuable sense, I went with Marquez Callaway. 698 yards, six touchdowns. Arguably, if there was better play by the quarterbacks, or and I understand he could have caught the ball, and maybe the O-line. I mean, you had literally two-thirds of your season when you didn't have your starting tackles and four quarterbacks. But I'm going to say, in theory... <laughs> he darn near almost was a thousand yard receiver. He had six touchdowns, the most on the team. I know I said Juwan Johnson, but yeah, I which mean, you could thirteen catches, four touchdowns. I, I saw someone on Twitter, and I I really like this one because obviously J- Jameis Winston. I mean, I know he Jameis didn't play Winston, okay a lot most of the season, but what he did five and two, he right? cemented. Okay. I mean, he's giving us a, a a legitimate consideration of bringing him back off of. You know, an injury. I would say overwhelmingly, yeah. Saints fans who are saying it's Rodgers slash Brady slash Wilson, Wasser Wilson. You can't get those. You bring back <laughs> Winston. But I would almost always argue as well that Saints fans are saying instead of giving the farm for Russell Wilson, keep the picks, get a receiver, build your line back up. Um, and we weren't saying that and, and around this. No, okay, when, that's when, a good point. So, All right, so you thought- can throw in Jameis Winston for consideration. And on the defensive side, I went Paulson and Debo. I thought about Lattimore. Fourth in tackles for Lattimore. Three interceptions. I think easily was his best year as a Saint. Uh, he, he was a run stopper, tackler, no yards after catch. I think all the way around, consistently, week in and week out, which is something we could never say before. I thought Marshawn Lattimore had his best year. But he's Marshawn Lattimore. And he just got a massive extension. So you almost expect him to be good. My award's going to go to Paulson and Debo. Number one storyline going into camp, 
Who's the second corner? They traded for Bradley Roby, thinking that he would be it. He never saw the field as a starter. Because Paulson and Debo tied with the team lead in interceptions with three, fifth in tackles, and he's a non-story. I can't think of how many Mondays I've opened up, if any, after a game and said, Paulson and Debo kills us. I mean, this there, team was, needs to draft there was times or, when I, Eli Apple, what does Eli Apple do? We're, that's a we're very good point. Doing on the team. That is a very good there point. There were more people talking about Eli Apple than they absolutely have all season long about Paulson and Debo. That's a very good and point. We haven't heard. Not at all. I, I don't think I've heard Not one bad thing about Paulson No one's even thinking about who's the starting quarterback next year, are they? No. No. That's, that's Not what after that one hand interception in Atlanta. <laughs> Mark, what you got for us, sir? Hello, Mark. Hello, Mark. Mark going once. Mark going twice. All right. Mark. Maybe Mark stepped away. I don't know. Uh, we'll keep talking. See if we can get a hold of Mark. Okay, he hung up. Call back again. See if we can get you back on. So I, I thought that was instant though. He, here's the plan per Sean. On Winston and the quarterback. We, we listen, we, we literally just finished meeting with our players. And so none of those discussions or evaluations or any of that would have taken place yet. Those will begin to take place in the next, oh, three weeks, four weeks. Then you, you it, it, did you want an answer right then and there? I mean, <laughs> if you thought you were getting an answer, <laughs> I think you must be brain dead. <laughs> But you have to ask it. We could do the evaluation thing tomorrow. You want to do evaluations tomorrow? By position, grouping in by player? You want to give some grades? We always do that on Wednesday. Should we do bus ride? No, that's Thursday. Okay. Because we have to evaluate We'll evaluate. We'll yeah. evaluate them, and then we'll Man, that no, will we give grades. tee us up for Thursday. We've got three hours. We'll do you know two position groups a segment, and then feel free on Twitter and on a phone call. We'll get a few, I need a grade. We'll get a few Saints uh, media no. members to give their to kind of run through. F's run the bus or D's? What? D's? D's or F's? Um, Who oh. gets on the bus? You could have, you could have, never mind. Who gets on the bus? You got to have a grade of an F? Why did you just check out just yeah. now? Why is your face turning I'm sorry. around? If I don't anyone, even understand what's wrong with you. If, not, if anyone understood what is what, under, why I just kind of. What is wrong with you? I don't even know what you're talking I'll about. I'll tell you Sean, uh, on how the season ended. All right. I, I think Malcolm said something yesterday and it resonated. And it's true. His experience could. You know, these things end the same way. They end in the locker room with players pack and they end with the team meeting. They end with, wait, we're going to forward you the schedules via email once we get a better idea of the off season. Um, they end with players getting exit physicals. They end with players, um, you know, having some off season surgeries done, cleanup work done or significant surgeries done. Um, they end with evaluations by the coaching staffs. Uh, on the, on the individual players throughout the year. And then, and, and so that cycle begins. Um, I mean, that's it, the best way to describe, you know, it, look, it, what was unique yesterday, what was unique yesterday is that typically what I just described follows a loss. And so what was unique yesterday is, man, you're getting ready for this week. You're playing Atlanta, of course, in the division. You need to win this game. You need to play well. And we do that. And then you come in and, and you watch the finish of a game. And then 
I said this last night to my wife. I said, got for a second there, it feels like we lost. And and so I, I know why it feels that way, but that that's the the difference relative to the past 24 or 48 hours. No doubt. That was good to hear as we go to break, though, Jordan. You said some players, you know, get some cleanups and different surgeries. Adam Troutman set to get some new hands, you know. <laughs> I wish there was such a thing. How about, like, little suction cups or something? Could we, like, surgically attach some suction cups over to his hands or something? Here's the thing. You saw it at times. You saw it at times. I, you know what? I'm, I'm going to say there's hope. All right. Yeah, you can say that there's hope, there's but hope. How, how much hope? How much hope? There's like you could say that there's like a yeah, Duke can produce the touchdown play hope. like he did against the Falcons. That's that's a nice play. Good grab, strong, held on to the ball, got in the end zone. What is your problem? Why is your face still red and you're smirking like the elf on the shelf? I don't know. This is why the elf on the shelf is not in my house because of that smirk right there. It's sinister. It's conniving. And I don't care for it. Quick break. Final 29 minutes where we return is the sports hangover on ESPN New Orleans. I am the god of hellfire, and I bring you fire. Individual rates, coverage, offerings, and savings may vary. Subject to terms and conditions not available in all areas. Small businesses are the backbone of America. Yet when it comes to workers' comp insurance, you rarely get the savings you deserve. That's because insurance companies tend to lump you in with other businesses, and you could get overcharged. At Pi Insurance, we're on a mission to change that. With Pi, you get a quote specific to your business, and you could save up to 30% with no hassle and no hidden fees. If you like savings, take three minutes to see how much you could save at INeedPi.com. Pi makes workers' comp insurance as easy as pie, with friendly representatives just a call away. No wonder customers rate our service excellent on Trustpilot. You work hard to build your business and keep your employees safe. You deserve more from your workers' comp provider. See how much you could save with Pi Insurance. Ask your agent for Pi or get a quote today at INeedPi.com. That's INeedPie.com. Louisiana broadcasters are looking for the best of the best. Announcing the 2022 LAB Broadcast Scholarship Program, two $2,000 scholarships are available to Louisiana broadcasting students. For complete details, please call 1-800-364-7260 or go to broadcasters.org. Deadline for entry is January 28, 2022. The Louisiana Association of Broadcasters Scholarship Program, good for you, good for us, great for Louisiana. Keyshawn, Jay Will, and Max. People talk about Joe Judge. I've been talking about Gettleman. The bottom line is John Mara, not only co-owner, but CEO and president, has to fire himself as president. He has been an abysmal failure for a decade now. A fish rots from the head down. And right now, we have a rotten fish head. TJ and Max, mornings on ESPN Radio and on the ESPN app. That man's got some stones. Believe me, he is no wood. His legend lives on. Now back to The Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengill. Wonderful. He who shall not be mentioned is paying attention to the ESPN oh. to NBA Today show. But there's a big game tonight. Because, you know, um, literally the topic is, are Knicks fans being too hard on Julius Randle? 
Signed a four-year, $117 million extension this offseason. Wait, um, the same guy that they were gave saying? A, gave a thumbs-down gesture, meant to shush, booing fans at MSG. But Jordan, I thought, I thought it was the mecca of basketball. The guy they literally cheered and Praised. probably named children after last year with the season he had, literally now boo this man. I'm sure he who shall not be mentioned will handle His it. His numbers haven't even dropped fine. off. No, it did is. you see that? That was yes. like a five yeah. point dip, different per game. Don't you different. agree? He who shall not be mentioned will handle it fabulously in the Big Apple. Oh, For all the people I'm that are convinced sh- that's where I'm he's sure. headed. I'm sure he'll handle that. Mad at the photoshops now. <laughs> that's unbelievable. Literally, last off season, greatest Nick alive. By fans I mean, and media members. They're booing him religiously this season. To the point where he literally has to put his thumb down in a thumb down gesture to stop booing me. I've only seen home. a couple of pictures of Zion out in public taken yeah. by like fans mm-hmm. and him being like stores and stuff. I've only seen a handful. Yeah. Imagine if he was in the Big Apple. Dude, I'm, I keep saying in the that, city. Dude. The, he, there would it. be a picture out on social media every uh, day. Have you paid attention to the season in L.A.? First off, the entire first two months of the season, if they lost, it was Russell Westbrook's fault. Not with Anthony Davis's fault. You saw now that. it's Anthony Davis's fault. Now they're saying glass Mind bones. you, they're above 500. They're, they're going to be fine once they get healthy. But that, I'm just telling you, it's a different level of pressure. It's a different level of scrutiny. So for all, hey, I, I don't know, I don't know, you know, but again, the next time you call it the Mecca, just keep in mind, the man who literally pretty much put them in the playoffs last year. And you said the numbers really aren't that bad. They're, real, they're really not. I wish they'd pull them back up. Right. The guy was an all-star, most improved player, second team, all NBA. This season, they're booing him. He's still recording 20 just, points a I game. Just, I just want you to think about that. They're booing him every time he touches the basketball in the mecca of basketball. Because I'm sure 90% of the people that couldn't handle that. You know what's funny? Yeah. I also saw in a bunch of the comments mm. under when the, Zion, when the Pelicans played yeah. New York that Julius Randle was basically Zion but better. Mm-hmm. There was those people. Yeah. There was, Knicks yeah. fans were literally screaming yeah. that in comment sections. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying, just, I understand the phrase wholeheartedly. The grass is greener. <laughs> but according to Aaron Rodgers, yeah. the grass is greener if you watered it in the right places. Oh, really? <laughs> Jordan. <laughs> this is your, it's a graduation ceremony. Well, I can do that. Well, you know, I'm, Hey. I'm graduating in Hammond, oh, Louisiana. Well. It's not New York, oh, well. New York. Hey. No explanation. All-star, all-NBA team last year. <laughs> Won the most improved player. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Julius Randle. Oh. <laughs> now we have now we, now Kevin Durant's chimed in. Oh, yes? What do you say? Kevin Durant isn't concerned about playing heavy minutes. Uh-huh. Quoted. Let me die out there. Whoa! Let him die, baby. Wow. Okay. All right. That's what it is. I wish Zion said that. Stop it. 
We have a big game. By the we, way, we do have a big game this, tonight. This is for Kevin Durant. Fear does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, Sensei! Hey, does not exist in this dojo, does it? No, Sensei! Have you seen the, the Cobra Kai series on Netflix? I have not. You're a big karate no, kid. No, it's YouTube, thing. isn't it? No. It's Netflix? Netflix. That was YouTube. It was, I think, the first season. <coughs> now it's moved? I think it moved after the first. Okay. I'm pretty sure. I got no time. You know that. When, when am There's I going to watch time. anything? No, there is actually yes, there no is. time. There's always There's no time. time. I can tell you exactly what I'll be doing until about 8.45 tonight. By the, by the block. By the 10-minute block. Once no Cobra time. gets a little bit older. Probably. But right now, no time. Um, head coach Sean Payton yesterday also <coughs> was asked what stood out to him about this season. And now, look, there's a handful of things you can, that you can look at. What's that? Well, I just ended with anything that gnaws at you that, 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 that lingers. Oh, there's always a lot of things that gnaw at me, you know, but, um, no, there's, I mean, there's not one specific thing, uh, you, you know, that not, not anything that, that, uh, that just grinds. I mean, there's a handful of things relative to the course of the season and it, it just is what it is. Do you agree with that? It's not really, he said, it's not really anything really bad. Mine's a great white type gnawing at me all season long. Was it the Giants game? Well, yeah, that's a good one. But I'm talking about just in general. I think it's the overvaluation of the receiving group. I think that that will know. That 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 to me on the season, looking back at the season, that gnaws at me. I think that gnaws on Saints fans all season long. The overevaluation of the talent of the receiving room. You? You don't think that's of all things this season? What gnaws at you? But I feel like we were saying last year, uh-huh. oh, we'll figure it out. We need we need players at this position. Wide receiver, we'll figure it out. I feel like there was a lot of people well, that were saying not to worry about. So you're saying we've all overevaluated. I think we've all overevaluated to some extent. By the way, I have a leading candidate on that boss out of that position group. Is it this guy right here? That's that's him. But by the way, I was pointing towards a sticky note. Yeah, that's him. And I looked it up. <laughs> Gus before the season said Traquan Smith yeah. will have ten catches, ten TD catches, Oof. and fifty targets. Oof. We go to the stats on ESPN. Oh, we go, we're going, we're going, we're going to the tape. Twenty twenty one receiving regular season. Uh-huh, how we do? He had thirty two receptions. Okay, and what, what did I say? He, was he, he gonna have he? Fifty targets. He did have fifty targets. He did have so 50 you targets. were right. Okay, he had fifty targets, and then he had three hundred and seventy-seven yards with only three touchdown catches. So what? What was my total? Ten. Yeah, you were seven off, <laughs> but you were right on the fifty targets. Well, yeah, it made sense. He's the most guy that knew the. Mo- I didn't even play some of those games. He was projected forty-seven. Hey, there's a lot of projections for him. They, they, ESPN hit it dead on the money. Three, three touchdowns. Three touchdowns, huh? Last five games. Ooh, the last five games of the season: twenty targets, 
only 141 yards mm-hmm. and one touchdown. Is that called stepping up? I don't, I don't know. Is that what you would define it as? That's called stepping up. <laughs> oh, he's gonna step I look like a right. scholar. How many? How many steps on a bus? Three. Step. To actually get on the bus. Oh, he's, he's going to step up all right. Unless it's like a double-decker. There's actually written, I think, on one of the first steps to the last step. says, watch your step so you don't hurt yourself. Which, by the way, you know, that's the thing on Sunday, too. My man caught a touchdown. Fantastic. And threw off Dude. his helmet like he was the best thing since sliced bread. And got a 15-yarder. I'm like, for starters, that's what you should be doing. And I was excited. I was like, wow. Well, there you go. And there he goes. Tink, tink. There goes the chin strap. Look at me. No problem, says the referee. Here's a yellow hanky. I mean, see, I, I, and guess what? Guess what he did later in the game? Drop the touchdown pass. I'm sorry. I just, I don't even need to wait to Thursday. Oh, wow. I don't even need to wait to Thursday. So we're getting him an early flight. I out. think he can take whatever seat he'd like. You're willing to, you're willing to change the flight time? You're willing to pay, pay that change fee on the plane? What, 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 what am I willing to, I can book it now. So I'm saying I ain't got to wait to Thursday to book anything. Yeah, but we, we already booked all the tickets to ship them out Thursday. So now we'd have to change it. Oh, no, no, no. I'm not shipping there, him out today. Be, what I'm there, saying is I already, I can make up the names already in the manifest. Yes. No, I can write down that name right now. Gotcha. Maybe I'm wrong. He can have any seat that he like on the bus. Tell me I'm wrong. Is it a Greyhound? Tell or, me I'm wrong. Greyhound or school bus? Tell me I'm wrong. I would dare say let's compare and contrast. Who has more upside? Marquez Callaway or Traquan Smith? Well, Potential. Callaway. Okay. We've seen enough of Traquan That's Smith. That's what I'm saying. I, it's, it's, like I said, watch your step. He's stepping all right. I'm sorry. I just, that, that, here's the, here's the other aspect of it too. He knew it. The fact that he celebrated like that and ripped off his helmet, it wasn't because he was getting jabbed at the line for three quarters and nobody was calling a flag. He caught a touchdown. And it was almost like, that's right. This is what I can do. Everyone shut up. I mean, like, I don't even, why else would he do that? Like, seriously, he got up all angry that he made the play. It was almost like, uh, you know, to somebody or something. And I'll tell you what it is. It's the disappointment that he's been since he's been here. Whether it's injury or lack of production. That's what that was towards. He knows it. We ain't got to tell him. Tell me I'm wrong. Why else would he celebrate like that? That wasn't no normally I got a touchdown. When we talk to him for the end of the season, when mm-hmm. everyone's going bye-bye, mm-hmm. maybe I'll ask him that. Hey, gonna- why did you throw it? I- yeah. Why'd you celebrate so I guarantee roughly? you somewhere in that answer will be like, it's been a frustrating season. You're absolutely right. It has been. It's been a frustrating tenure we've been here. It's one of those things, and I mean this in a, in a, in a, again, I want people to be in a good place of mind and a happy place. Maybe it is just time for a different change of scenery for both, for everybody. 
What are you looking at me like that for? Again, tell me I'm wrong. You can't. Final segment next on ESPN New Orleans. Hey, hey, my friends. It's Dana DeFran Frilo here. Just wanted to reach out to you that I and Golden Motors are here and ready to help you take care of you and your family's vehicle needs. We have new inventory arriving daily. Check us out 24-7 at goldenmotors.com. Give us a call at 985-325-1000 or stop by and let myself or one of our awesome team members take care of you and get one less worry off your shoulders. Always remember, price is priority. For more than two decades, Reed's Metals has been providing metal roofing, steel buildings, and all the accessories for customers to buy direct and save. Reed's Metals specializes in on-job, sight-standing seam in over 20 colors, plus 26 and 29 gauge AZ-50 and AZ-55 Gavaloom, backed by a 45-year written paint warranty and a 25-year warranty on acrylic-coated Gavaloom. Buy direct and save Reed's Metals, located at 19 East Lincoln Drive, Northeast Brookhaven, or call 601-823-6516, online at reedsmetals.com. On August 29, 2021, Hurricane Ida wreaked havoc on our community, leaving thousands of people feeling helpless, vulnerable, and desperate. We refuse to let insurance companies do the same. At AMO Trial Lawyers, we have assembled a team of not only attorneys, but also contractors, adjusters, engineers, and estimators with the focus of maximizing your claim value and assisting in your recovery. If you think your insurance company isn't treating you fairly, get a name that insurance companies know by calling 985-446-446. Three 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 three. I'm Matt Ori, and I'm David Ardwin, and we are the AMO Advantage. It's 106 miles to Chicago. We got a full tank of gas, half a pack of cigarettes. It's dark, and we're wearing sunglasses. Hit it. Now back to the Sports Hangover with Gus Kattengau. Join big game tonight, the Smoothie King Center, seven o'clock. You got the Pelicans and T Wolves. Oh, Congratulations to Ernest, who's going to the game on us. What? That, uh, I'll that what you were talking about. about the- Golden State Warriors in Memphis. What time is that? 7 o'clock. NBA TV. Little picture in picture. Little picture in picture. By the way, the NBA ESPN Today show just did about a three-minute preview on highlights. The past two weeks, I've seen nothing but Shaw. Shaw dunk there. Shaw dunk everywhere. I'm in. I'm watching that. I got a couple TVs. I, I know how to do this. I know how to do this. Golden State, two-point favorite on the road at Memphis. By the way, Memphis, big market, right? No, not at all. Actually, one of the smaller market teams. Jay, what you got, man? Hello, Jay. Hey, guys. What's up, bud? Hello? Uh Uh-huh. Can you hear me? Yes, we can. Okay. Um, So, uh... Jeff Ireland is—he uh, has an offer from the Bears, or he's interviewed. No, he has—he has—he's he's been requested to interview. And Nick Underhill, New Orleans, that football says he's confirmed that he will interview. So he will—he uh, says can confirm that Jeff Ireland will interview with Chicago per source. No date set yet. He tweeted that three hours ago. Again, Nick Underhill from New Orleans dot football. So um, Adam Schefter said that they requested permission. Nick added. He is going to interview. Yeah, that would be a big loss. Yeah. I'd rather see Mickey go. <laughs> um, as far as Traquan Smith, he should have been cut a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, you, you know, yeah, Williams in the secondary, we need, they need to re-sign him. PJ and, uh, um, Marcus. Um, 
So as I was listening earlier, you mm-hmm. thought a lot of what Taysom did, and I did too. It was a shame that he didn't start at the beginning of the season. Right. Um, it, uh, I, I, I'm, my point in calling is that some, sometimes I, I wonder what Sean's smoking. Taysom was playing really well, and he, uh, he ran him twice on quarterback runs to the right and to the left. Yeah, but remember and though, Jay, remember though, Jay, that, that is one of the reasons he is playing above Trevor Simeon's because he brings that added element of his legs. So well, if you're not going right. to run him, then you kind of take well, away one of the reasons you would have him back there. Does that make sense? No, he's, he's a better quarterback than Trevor Simeon. Trevor's, Trevor Simeon lost five games. And, and Taysom is what six and two as a starter. I I don't I don't I mean, know if I completely agree with that. I don't know if Trevor lost all of those games. He didn't have a couple of those good games and a half. But um, yeah, I, I the problem. And look, we're going to do this tomorrow. We're going to do this tomorrow. We have more time than three minutes right now. But okay. we're going we're going to do. I think the most interesting position group to evaluate will be quarterback because we always do this on a Wednesday after the season ends. We're going to go by position group per segment. So we'll have an entire segment on quarterback, maybe even two. Right. And we'll ask guys like you or anybody who wants to call in, give us your evaluation grade on a player. And then Jordan and I will discuss it and try to give a final grade on the four quarterbacks that we saw this season. It's incredible. But, yes. So what what would you say, Jay, if for some reason you can't call tomorrow, what is your evaluation grade on Taysom Hill and Trevor Simeon? Oh, Trevor has to be cut. Um, t- Taysom, you you have to keep Taysom on the team. Mm-hmm. If if you are going after Derek Carr or um, Russell Wilson, you you have to keep Taysom. Was, and actually start him at the position and and not look t- Taysom. The injuries that, that that he had this year. He had a concussion where Jameis Winston laid him out and overthrew the ball. He Mm -hmm. dove for it, and the guy hit him, and he was concussed. He was out for three to five games. And then Sean running him at abandon. So you you have to hold him back a little, knowing that he can escape. But I'm fine with Jason Hill at quarterback. Okay. I'll write that down, Jay. We can use that in the discussion tomorrow that you would start Taysom Hill and maybe look at it from that perspective um, next season. Thanks, man. Appreciate the phone call, bud. You can't get value. Yeah. Okay. So, okay. I'll hit it, man. I got to hit the break, though, because uh, it's the top of the hour. Thank you, man. Appreciate it. Bye. Yep. Thank you to Aaron Summers. Thank you to Amy Just. And uh, thank you, Jordan, as well, for joining us. Coach Ron Hunter, the Tulane Green Wave. Thank you, buddy. Matt Moscone, after further reviews up next tomorrow, we evaluate. We give grades to all the players on the roster in the position groups. Sports Hangover on ESPN News.